You're listening to an Indiesaurus production. I got good news. It's R A D S Just the good stuff, baby. So, folks listening to this episode, happy Labor Day, uh, by the way. The, oh, yeah. The, the, best, the best holiday of the year. We're recording this pre-Dragon Con. Um, Will has been hard at work putting together a lot of Dragon Con cosplays that you're going to be premiering this week, or this weekend, this past weekend. Uh, I might die beforehand, but we'll see. Yeah, this might be Hopefully the final... Not. We might not end up releasing this episode just out of respect for Will after he's we'll put perished. it on Patreon. We can do it in <laughs> Also, I think we've recorded enough episodes of Radish that we can get like an AI thing and just kind of have Will continue to co-host for eternity. Yeah. Yeah, but this week we are talking. I don't know why I'm Microsoft Sam. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best we can afford. So, Will, can you list off all of the costumes that you have, you have premiered this past week at Dragon Con? Uh, all right. Uh, number one, I am doing uh, Harry Styles from Don't Worry Darling. Perfect. Uh, uh, How are you able to do it? Like, that's going to be a tough costume to pull off. I just got to act really poorly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm also doing Florence Pugh from Don't Worry Darling. And uh, also Olivia Wilde from Don't Worry Darling. Nice. And Chris Pine from Wonder Woman 1984. <laughs> uh, okay, good. <laughs> Mix it up a little bit there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very nice. Sean, how about you? For Dragon Con? Yeah. We'll see if I can throw together a uh, Dr. Johnny Wilcox from Oakja costume in time. Uh, you have a very good Columbo costume. That's true. Do. I, I do have a very good Columbo costume, but also it's Labor Day weekend and it will be very hot. And my Columbo costume is yeah. four layers deep. Um, you could go sexy Columbo. <laughs> I could go Yassified Columbo. I was planning on using that in a couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, fishnets in the overcoat. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Fishnets. Nothing else. One cold. more question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Uh, either unhinged Jake Gyllenhaal or uh, uh, Columbo or just a dorky oh. T-shirt or both. Uh. <laughs> one more question, ma'am. Do I make you Randy? <laughs> <laughs> what question, ma'am? Am I serving? C- <laughs> 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 one more. <laughs> we need. We need. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? Uh, Peter Peter Falk to come back to say that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we do. Uh, One more question, ma'am. AI, AI generator. I'm sure, AI generator, I'm sure there's. Yeah. You know, we can get him to say it. Or Gianni. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say I know a couple good Colombo impersonators. Just nice. Personally. Very nice. I know a couple. <laughs> well, I'm sure Will has survived Dragon Con. I'm sure we've all survived Dragon Con. Um, and I hope that I uh, we've met some of you at DragonCon. I know a few uh, of the people in our Discord are going. Uh, Producer Mal's coming out. We're going to be meeting them for the first time. Um, what if like we just completely ruin our image of us? To I was really all of our hoping. Friends? I know. I I don't think any of us are really active on TikTok, but I'm really hoping by this time you're listening to this, there's at least one TikTok of that Mal whoa, posted whoa, whoa. of like. Speak for yourself. I am very active on TikTok. Go ahead. That's true, Tyler. You are. Your work is beautiful. In any He's case, I hope uh, there's at least one TikTok from Mal of like flew out from Miami to meet my internet or meet the the guys I you know admin their Discord for. And uh, it's just like, we don't, I hate them. <laughs> and it's just like the three this of us sucks. just like huddled in the corner <laughs> like vultures. Uh, yeah, is it funnier if Mal is seven foot five or two foot one? Because either of those, 
because the most boring answer is like five four. Yeah. Um, and I think it would be. I don't know which one's funnier. Yeah. Mm. I'm like gonna the, feel really bad if it's one of the answers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'd be able to cut it from the episode in time. So sorry, Mal. Um, anyways, let's get going. Let's 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 get going here. Uh, this is episode 213 of Radish. Uh, we've got a we've got a pretty good slew of content for you guys here. Um, we're covering the Belle Isle State Park slide. I don't know if you guys have been following those TikToks that have been absolutely hilarious. Uh, Giant slide. Fancy Feast opened up a New York uh, City pop-up restaurant. Uh, someone fell into Mount Vesuvius. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're picking back up where we left off on She-Hulkamania. Sean is talking about some hot D, if oh, you yeah. know what I'm saying. <laughs> and uh, Picking up on some hot D-mania as well. Yeah, hot D-mania. Ugh. Uh, we're also going to be talking about some movies that have been completed, but have never seen the light of day. Believe it or not, Batgirl and the sequel to Scoob are not the only ones. And then for, our, <laughs> then for our fourth meal, uh, we're going to be chatting about what other supporting characters, a la Better Call Saul or Penguins of Madagascar, deserve a spinoff series. Um, <laughs> I'm Sean Barry. Uh, it's Jewel September. Um... What is what's one of Jewel's albums? Uh, oh, I thought you liked the e-cigarette. The e <laughs> yeah, something yeah, that you're going yeah. with the e-cigarette. No, I'm I'm going with I'm I'm Sean. We were meant. You were meant for me, Barry. I think that's the Jewel song. Uh, I'm. No, Tyler's already done Black Eyed Peas. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Every month is Black Eyed Peas month. Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, you can. Oh, you're always saying oh, Tyler I'm, Ella Funk Mink. Tyler for all the right <laughs> reasons, Mink. Ah. And I'm Will, and keeping with uh, Jewel September, uh, I think we're alone now. <laughs> not Jewel. <laughs> it is. No, it's so. not. Who is it? That is way before Jewel. It's Tiffany. That's but Tiffany. Not people. Where do you buy jewels? At Tiffany's. Uh, uh. Let's start out with uh, some good news here. Starting out with the Belle Isle State Park slide. Uh, giant has, slide. It's a giant slide. Uh, from looks like it, it. It was made out of an escalator. I have never seen a slide like this mm -hmm. before TikTok. Um, it's like a incredibly steep with many different varying levels, and I would honestly call them ramps at this point uh, along the way. And people have been going down in potato sacks and just absolutely launching. And they launch early, and they hit every single bump on the way down. I saw a TikTok of of someone who slid just right through the fence. And it's, it just leaves like half of her just like on one side of the chain link fence and the other half on the other. I've seen weaves fall off. I've seen children get smushed or launched. It's been a beautiful thing. It's a rough slide, man. It's <laughs> bone breaking. It's not bad. It, did y'all ever play Flappy Bird? Not Flappy Bird. What's the what? Tiny Wings. Tiny Wings. Where, yes. where you have to like hit the hit the slope tangent. Just yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To launch you. It's fine if you hit every of the divots at a tangent, because then you're just yeah. kind of staying on with it. And that's, that looks yeah. like a lot of fun. The problem is people, they get launched <laughs> off the Probably, first yeah. one, then they just hit every crest on the way down of the next. They don't slide for the rest of it. They just fall down the stairs. <laughs> I hate to tie this episode so closely with the previous one, uh, but there is a, wa uh, a slide at, I think, either Whitewater or Lake Lanier Islands <laughs> called Dragon Tail. Uh, <laughs> No, that was that is love it formatted <laughs> love the exact it. same way where it's just you go really fast and there's a slope there's another slope there's another slope i remember going down at middle school and i flew 
I'll, like by the time you hit the second <laughs> hump, you're done. You're off the slide. And then you land for the third slide and you're like, oh God. And then you go again. And yes, it's Lake Lanier. Worst, I remember this one. Yeah. It's the worst experience and it sucks. Um, what I don't get Lanier. is, yeah, uh, fine water park. In any case, uh, no. the, the, the Belle Isle park rangers started to TikTok to like instruct people like, Hey, this is how you're supposed to go down the slide. And one of the rangers is like, you're supposed to sit up straight and lean forward a bit and then go down and not like, you know, lean back like people are want to do on a slide. But you can't do that on a water slide. No. You have to lay all the way back. Yeah, lean so up. You're just yeah. at the mercy. <laughs> you and your spine and your hips are at the mercy of uh, dragon tails. And I don't like how I said <laughs> that. <laughs> your, your hips are at the mercy of dragon tails. <laughs> No, uh, Detroit rapper G Matt Cash wrote a song about the giant slide. Uh, <laughs> oh my it's, God. it's such a good song. Is it? Uh, have, you, have you heard it? I haven't yet. I didn't oh, know this. Man. That oh man, that was so good. The lyrics are like, "It's like jumping off a roof, man. You can lose a tooth." <laughs> oh my God. The verse the is about how his kids were misbehaving, so we took him to the giant slide. <laughs> That's great. That That's slides great. a day ender. And I, I lament the fact that a, a Detroit national landmark ha- will not be featured on a, a upcoming season of Detroiters. It absolutely mm-hmm. should be. Mm-hmm. I, my favorite comment I saw was, because you have to go down in a burlap sack. Yeah. Uh, somebody said, <laughs> it really, it's really telling them to make you get in a body bag before you get on the slide. <laughs> my question is, why, is the, why does the slide look like that? It looks like just, <laughs> it's like little slivers of metal and they're not joined together. Yeah, it's, it's coordinated weird. ten. It's it's like a it's like a, somewhere there's like a, a burger hut on the beach that's missing its roof. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, well, I I we'll we'll check back in as soon as someone inevitably at, like breaks their neck on this thing and that closes down again. But uh, I heard actually that they've actually kind of got a handle on things because apparently if you pour water down it, it slows people down, which doesn't make sense to me. I feel like that removes friction, but I don't know. I'm not a physics major. You ever get in a wet sap of burlap? You can't go anywhere. No, yeah, you're right. You're right. I spent a lot of my childhood in a wet burlap sack. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, you're not going anywhere. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Uh, next, uh, Fancy Feast. The, uh, the, the cat food company opened up a pop-up restaurant in New York City this past month in which they strapped people to chairs and force fed them cat food. No, that doesn't no. seem like no, that wasn't it. That was a lie. <laughs> it, was, it was all my voice. <laughs> Do you? It was all, uh, it was all fancy feast inspired dishes. Oh, good. Look like, you know, like liver pate, short rib, like moist seafood. Short ribs. <laughs> seafood, of course. Um, but, uh, genius, absolutely genius. Would you guys eat at, at a fancy, it, it was called Gato Blanco. Was the name of the restaurant, of course. Uh, uh, obviously named after their famous white cat I mean, that has white on all their... Yeah. Um, would you guys eat at a fancy feast restaurant? No. No? 100% no? No. If it tasted good. If, I, if it got good reviews. The presentation would have to do a lot to convince me it's not fancy feast. <laughs> but hey, A Michelin star chef was involved. Yeah, I would eat there. Absolutely. And they have no. since released a, a virtual cookbook. I don't know if you have to pay for it or not online of some of the dishes that they served there. But um, I don't know. We were talking about AG. What is it? AGRs? What? Last week? ARGs. What's it called? ARGs. ARGs. Sorry. ARGs. That's kind of ARG, right? 
So here's my problem with it. I don't have food allergies because I'm not a coward. Uh, <laughs> I do have cat allergies. And uh, the people who are going to be going into the Fancy Feast restaurant probably got some dander on them. I don't want to generalize, but I feel like if any, if I'm going to get cat dander in my food anywhere, it's going to mm-hmm. be at the Fancy Feast restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's that's totally fair. I don't want that. I don't know. I ate cat treats as a kid, so I think I'd be all right. <laughs> this explains so much. Yeah. Yeah. When 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 your parents let you out of your wet burlap sack, that's all they fed you. They all, they Here's your cat it. treats. <laughs> cat treats. Meow. Meow for your cat treats, Sean. <laughs> Sean said, "Meow." That's right. <laughs> uh, but yeah. What if no meow was just open. a child? Yeah, a child. That just loved cat food enough that just looks like that. <laughs> just, just hairy and glued a coin to his forehead. Meow! Um. <laughs> I joined the terrorists. <laughs> we have a balloon of my face. Meow! <laughs> Jesse and James is is its parents. Yeah, uh, I'm 14. <laughs> they won't let me go to real school. <laughs> How old is Meow? Canon because it's. Meowth sounds like he's like in his sixties, at the very least. How old is Meowth? <laughs> when Meowth did Meowth is three quit years smoking? old? <laughs> Although he's pro- Jesse and James are both seventeen years old, so no. they are child terrorists. No. Um, and seventeen-year-old. Have y'all seen a seventeen-year-old recently? He's very mature. For- Was it? Have y'all seen a seventeen-year-old recently? They would uh, in most no. terrifying. <laughs> Person. In what regard? <laughs> Just like teenagers. You seen a ten year old? Yeah, the my chemical romance sack. song. Most ter- is most accurate things. Teenagers, absolutely horrifying. Uh, uh-uh. I would absolutely believe they would do all those things. It's not that they would do them. It's that they would, they have the capital to do them because they have a lot of expendable money. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever met a seventeen year old that can fly a hot air balloon? I mean, poorly, yeah, obviously, but shocking. No, Shocking. I want to keep that way. That was information I was not prepared to learn. I want to get the drop on you. <laughs> Meowth is adorable. Meowth should be the face of Pokemon. Honestly, yeah. Every Meowth still is hilarious. Look at this little guy. He's 14 years old. Child doesn't know any better. <laughs> Getting hijinks. Hang on, this pack is the a best. Day, pack a day since it was born. <laughs> <laughs> Meowth. Yeah, pe- people didn't die at this restaurant. It's already open and closed. So sorry okay. if you missed it. Go check out the recipes if you want to eat what's as close to as humanly possible to cat food without being cat food. Yeah, you can get fancy beasts um, anywhere. Yeah, honestly, no, and for probably cheaper than what you can get at that restaurant. True. Let's be honest. These chunks do look savory. <laughs> 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 Lastly, we've got um, American tourist. Of course, it's always an American, uh, except this time fell into Mount Vesuvius. <laughs> The volcano, the volcano <laughs> responsible for killing thousands of Italians, uh, almost claimed an American this past week. <laughs> but uh, it did it what, because we are stronger. <laughs> yeah, it is. We are Americans. Impervious. We can withstand lava. Um, so this dude's name's Philip. Of course, I've never met a Phil that didn't break the rules. Went <laughs> off of the trail at the bottom of Mount Vesuvius. Ascended the entire volcano. Uh, made it to the top. Tried to take a picture. Dropped his phone. And then went after it. Uh, slipped, fell into the volcano, caught I don't himself. think he fell into the volcano. I think he, he went into the volcano and then fell. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, that's he exactly filled, what happened. He literally filled the crater. No. <laughs> the crater's bigger. The crater's no, like filled. hundreds of... Filled. Oh. You I'm moron. Sorry. I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> um... <laughs> 
he filled in and uh, the rescuers had to come and get him. They're like, you damn American. And he was saved. I don't think the phone was, but. Hey, I'm in a volcano here. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you for saving me from the volcano. They pushed him back in. Um, yeah. So be careful around Mount Vesuvius if you ever decide to go and visit. Oh, my God. I didn't I know. Was Mount un- Vesuvius famously erupted in 79 AD. Oh, my God. I didn't know. I'm so sorry. I'm unfollowing and blocking them right now. <laughs> <laughs> they are worse than uh, Sidney Sweeney's parents. Mount Vesuvius is. <laughs> Guys, Mount Vesuvius is not going to hear these jokes, but your friends who live on a fault line will. <laughs> I am fully on board with Mount Vesuvius killing thousands of Italians, but it takes one American. It's too far. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a hero up until it, it ate Philip. <laughs> well, was he a virgin? Because then we could have had like a great end of the year. They didn't talk about no that. No one named Phil's a virgin. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just saying, if you throw virgin, you sacrifice a virgin into a volcano, then like healthy harvest later in the years. Yeah, our crops get watered. Exactly. Well tried method. Yeah. If he fell in, the volcano said thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Yum 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 yum. Grazie. I don't know how a spice in meatballs. Sean's got a point though. I feel like times have gotten demonstrably worse since we stopped throwing people into volcanoes. What if we started again and everything was just fantastic? Yeah, we throw someone in a volcano and Twitter goes offline. Yes. It's like, oh, we're saved! <laughs> <laughs> That's all it took. Yeah, we should try going back to the more tried and true methods of our, of our past. Go back to apocalypto times. Reject mm. modernity. <laughs> modernity? Modernity, it yeah, it sounds like yeah. eternity, but I think, yeah, yeah, reject modernity. Embrace volcano. <laughs> <laughs> Did y'all see uh, a movie Fire of Love that came out? No. It was a documentary. It only played. Oh, like, for, I really wanted to. Yeah, it only played for like a couple of weeks, and I think like one or two days a week. <laughs> Thanks, Marvel. Um, <laughs> but uh, it was about this uh, couple of uh, French volcano scientists in the seventies mm-hmm. who eventually they say in the trailer eventually they die in a volcano. Oh. And Spoiler. we're watching this. Me and me and a coworker were at the movies, and we're watching this trailer. And he leans over and goes. It's because of their brave research. We know you can't go in a volcano. <laughs> <laughs> they did what Grizzly Man did for bears, but for volcanoes. No, I, I'm sure it's going to be on Disney Plus by the end of the year, but it looks delightful. and I'm excited to watch it. Yeah, or it'll be on HBO. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, it's not GF. We'll see. Wait. I'm just, it's just HBO. Yeah. Isn't going to have it. Oh, yeah. They don't have anything anymore. No, they don't. No. We don't, don't get even nothing on Clayton HBO. anymore. <laughs> what really? Oh, well. And don't worry. I can, I can tell you where you can find Michael Clayton at all times. Where can you find Michael Clayton now? Uh, on Netflix or on- online at michaelclayton.com. <laughs> Ask parents permission before going online. There's games <laughs> and screensavers you can print out. <laughs> and flash games. Okay, got some new Michael Clayton icons for my desktop. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I wish right. I could dress up like a Michael Clayton character for Dragon Con. You could. I don't I don't suit. <laughs> you have to because my Ernest can't be the worst cosplay that's ever been to Dragon Con. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you supposed to be? I'm from Michael Clayton. Are you Michael Clayton? No. <laughs> I'm just in it. I'm one of the other characters. <laughs> I'm Tom the other Clayton. Wh- I could be uh, 
It's not Tom. Uh, Tom. I could be Tom Wilkinson just like carrying around a whole bunch of bread. Iconic scene. Classic. Michael Clayton. Classic Clayton. You should do a cross between Michael Clayton and Clayton from Tarzan. There we go. I don't remember Clayton from Tarzan, but I do remember. No, it just Michael looked Clayton. like Clayton from Tarzan, and you'd go, "No, I'm Michael Clayton." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, okay. Well, Philip, be careful next time. Let's move on to. Uh... What if he falls in again? <laughs> he goes like, "Well, my next stop is Iceland. This. Hopefully, there are no volcanoes there." Oh no. <laughs> The Icelanders will leave him. They would not save him. I, yeah. He falls into Asia Fiata Joku. They won't save him. No. They're like, oh, your trolls are eating good tonight, is what they'd say. When... <laughs> you fell uh, into my home. <laughs> Still Italian. You you sounded like my uncle just then. Um, <laughs> Bjork. Let's move on to uh to good stuff. Two wholly new properties that we've never talked about on this podcast. Before. Truly. <laughs> Who wants to go first? I'll go first. The uh, last week's episode, I've been talking about it. It lives up to the hype. It may be even better than its original show, House of the Dragon fucking whips. The pilot premiered last week. It was one of HBO's best premiering or best streaming episodes of all time. I think of the year. It even uh, topped everything else. Um, It's fantastic. It's written extremely well. It is like golden era game of thrones where it's just like political intrigue all of these families like kind of jockeying for a high position in king's landing it's going to be the characters like this like i said last week the story is going the story's (laughs) written it's done it's to watch it unfold on screen is going to be an absolute treat for fans of the books fans of the show and newbies alike i think it's going to be fantastic even better because hbo now is giving this franchise the money that it gave in the final seasons which the early seasons of game of thrones did not have and so now Mm -hmm. king's landing and the set dressing the costuming it looks incredible it even like the the cinematography is even better uh it's just absolutely worth your time you know every sunday night is now it's it's going to be appointment watching for me i Monday morning, this like last week, I even was walking with like a, a a skip in my step because finally another World of Ice and Fire TV show, a good one, is on HBO again, and it feels great. I'm so excited. Is there is there a freaking Starbucks cup in the frame this time? No, there is not. <laughs> I forgot about that. Good. Yeah, it. Uh, I don't think they're going to get lazy with this one because, like I said, it's all written out. They just have to follow the beats and you know change a couple things here and there. Uh, but it's in good hands. Sean, I'm very happy for you. I think it's great that the show is living up to your expectations. <laughs> there is literally nothing funnier that could happen than the show taking a nosedive. <laughs> <this> yeah. <laughs> the way you've talked about it, the absolute funniest thing that can happen. <laughs> like season three, comes, just bombs. three, season three comes along and it's like, oh, whoa, Daenerys Targaryen, what are you doing here? You're not supposed to be born for another 130 years. Or it's like, Goku. Oh, no, okay, the equivalent would be like, Oh man, looks like these two warring factions, the Targaryens, have to fight, and they do it all in like fifteen minutes. And like end of season <laughs> two is like, well, I guess it's all solved now. The dead speak. <laughs> Either way, worth your time. Watch it. Hot tea's great. The the it was a really cool video. I think I probably saw it on TikTok um, of a dude standing outside of a New York City apartment, 
and it's dark out and he has the the camera pointed at you know all the windows of the apartment and you can clearly see that like 12 people are watching Game of Thrones at the same time. Yeah. And uh, it's it's hilarious. It's definitely Nature's healing. Hyped back yeah, on Nature's baby. Healing. Yeah. But um just, hey wait wait till uh, the show and tell part of the the show here because I'm going to be talking about the original prequel that uh got scrapped surprisingly. But um glad that this one has worked out better than the other one. That's for sure. And they're doing a Jon Snow sequel series too, right? Yeah, apparently. Is that, is that going to uh, destroy your your uh, happiness with the series? Or I don't think so. Uh, from what I've seen, it's like Kit Harington is like really into you know doing his character justice and is hiring writers, and I believe he has the best. He's show running it. Maybe I I really think this is just like in the very it's a vanity early... project for Jon Snow. <laughs> yeah, it's in like the very early developmental stages. So okay. they might be going from like the success of Hot D and see how that goes, but um, and we'll you know we'll see what happens with this merger. We'll see what happens. I I know the books probably aren't going to delve into what happens to John post whatever happens. Um, so it's it's really up to you know the people running the show and hopefully George is involved. But if it's if it looks good, I'll watch it. I'll give it a shot. I, I wasn't wild about how the show ended and where John ended up, but we'll see how it goes. You like the character? Yeah, John's great. Yeah, cool. I think he should become the the daimyo of Tatooine after Boba Fett. <laughs> Tatooine sucks since Boba Fett cleaned the streets of drugs. That, <laughs> I, I hate how that was Boba Fett. His whole the whole plot of the series was he came back into town, came into charge, and was like, "Hold on, there's drugs in the streets." No, yeah, he enacted we... the Dare program in space. <laughs> I stand by that Boba Fett's always been a dweeb, and people latched on to a, a seemingly badass character when he was a dweeb. Ow. We didn't know he was a dweeb. We thought he was a badass. Yeah, that's the thing is that he's like, man, he's Less a badass. That's the thing is that people like thought, like, ah, yeah, he's a badass. He's really cool. And then Dizzy was like, actually, he's a he just cleans off drugs off the streets. I didn't even watch the show. I have no plans of watching the show. It's it almost is. like giving a giving a character their own spinoff is a bad idea normally. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, except for Penguins in Madagascar, that's for sure. Ooh. And Nathan for you spin off the rehearsal, which had uh. the best, the best finale. And by best, I mean most harrowing. Finale. <laughs> it's fucking something. I thought the it was inspiring. First, it was first episode. I was like, this is hilarious. Are the last half of the last episode? I was like this. Everyone here needs help. <laughs> this is horror. That poor child. I won't spoil anything if you haven't seen it, but Nathan ruins a child's life. He does. Yeah. Multiple he's children's. Remy's young enough that like he'll grow from it. I think it'll. I mean, I'm sure we'll be hearing interviews from him for a while, but I don't think he ruins his life. At, at least he has documented evidence to show a therapist at some point. Oh, entirely. Yeah. He's like, hey, did you ever watch this when it was on 20 years ago? Well, that's why I'm the way that I am. Uh, Well, since we're talking about it and around it, I think we can lightly mention that this boy, Remy, uh, the rehearsal's about, you know, a whole bunch of people rehearsing a whole bunch of stuff for their lives. Uh, a through The through plot is that uh, they have this woman named Angela who is, is rehearsing, raising a child. And one of the children that that comes and, and is a part of it uh, really grows attached to Nathan and really sees him as a father figure. And that is addressed in the last episode. And through that, Nathan learns a lot about himself. So 100 um, percent. Mostly by by having to explain to a child who can't tell reality from fiction <laughs> in maybe the worst way I've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. still brand new to yeah. the idea of like pretend. And then he has someone playing his absent father and he's like. 
I don't. Of course, he's not going to think it's pretend, Nathan. Oh boy. <laughs> Why didn't that come out in the vetting process? Maybe it did. Maybe Nathan wanted that all Maybe along. Yeah. Uh, you really can't argue against the people now who are saying that Nathan's an evil genius. Um, because you have to lack a certain amount of empathy to be able to, with a straight face, do a lot of stuff that uh, Nathan does in this series. Yeah. Somebody described him as if a Batman villain didn't do crime. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Uh, that being said, it's still going... I. At, it's, at this point, it's going to be hard to beat for my favorite show of the year. Um, I'm, I haven't seen anything like it. And every single episode <laughs> I have hit, yeah, hid under a blanket and yeah. cackled, the loudest of cackled in a very long time. <laughs> it is, it's a good series. Were, were, were you bringing it up to, to back it up, Will, now that it's over? Or are you trying yeah. to like, walk yourself back from it now? No, now that it's out, like, it's well worth the investment of the six episodes or whatever it is. Space them out. It start, uh, Very obviously, like, COVID impacted it when they stop doing the other ones mm-hmm. and they just start doing the, the farm um, because they stopped doing the rehearsals like in a bar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think it gave them kind of lightning in a jar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> focusing on this one very small thing. I'm afraid. And, yeah. I think it's the sort of freedom yeah. that they'll have come season two. Oh, oh man. What if, what if Nathan elects the next president in the rehearsal? Like that's that's the next season. Like I, I yeah, could. S- that's why our student loans got forgiven. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nathan's uh, doing dark Brandon. <laughs> dark Nathan. Um, fantastic. Yeah, great series. And then She Hulk's still great. We, ah. we joked about She Hulk at first, but it's legitimately a great show, and I don't know what to do now. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the second episode yet, Sean? No, not yet. Okay. Okay. I, I enjoyed uh, the first yeah, one. I 100% thought it was agreed with Will. Okay. I'm excited to get it more into it. Mm-hmm. I love the dad is like at dinner and he's like, I got a question. Hawkeye. Does he have to go around and pick up all those arrows afterwards? <laughs> <laughs> it seems like a big liability just letting those sit around the city. <laughs> was Hawkeye this yeah, year? Was that was a great show. That was last year. It was last year. It was last year. Into last year. Hawkeye yeah. was, yeah. Holiday season. God. We were we were chatting about it in the Discord this morning about what makes this so good compared to you know the other Marvel properties and it's just I think it kind of boils down to one the writing yeah. and two that it's just at this point at least uh, by the time this episode's released I think there'll be at least two more She Hulk episodes out um, at this point it's slice of life well well you said there's no giant lasers threatening <laughs> yeah there's no there's no we have to get the artifact from the guy who's gonna put it in the stone statue and it's gonna shoot a laser beam in the sky and it's just yeah. a legal drama. It's a, it's a legal drama, but it's also just, you know, some a young person who got freaking superpowers and, you know, was just figuring it out, has to figure it out, balance their life, um, their job. And there, there's a there's a there's not many fourth wall breaky jokes, but there is one this week that made me laugh out loud regarding. Um, I guess it's not like a spoiler, but Mark Ruffalo says, like, uh, he's talking about his fight with an abomination from the Edward Norton. Uh, Hulk movie and he goes that was a long time ago I was a different person then and it cuts <laughs> to She-Hulk he looks at the camera and goes <laughs> and cuts back. that's good it's very self-referential it's self literally a different actor <laughs> yeah Tatiana Maslany is too I said this last week too good for this series like 
it's going to be another one where it's like it's hard to imagine Deadpool without Ryan Reynolds. It's hard to imagine Iron Man now without Robert Downey Jr. Even though in the comics they were you know completely different, uh, it's going to be impossible to unhook Tatiana from this role. I think moving forward. So um, unless Edward Norton wants to come back, in which case, yeah, he's got free reign. He's got the range. Yeah, he does. I'd like to see that. Um, damn. Yeah, three great properties we've already talked about. Worth talking about again. We're going to be talking about them some more. I just remembered several more points about Hot D that I'm going to bring up next week. (laughs) (laughs) It's the Hot D corner. I know. My time has passed, but oh boy. Uh, How many episodes of Hot D are there going to be? How many weeks are we going to be subjected to this? 100 100 Hot D. I think it's (laughs) eight episodes for a season. Oh, damn. Let me see. A Baker's Suffin. I know Game of Thrones was... uh, (laughs) 10 per season so maybe it's they had the same order but we'll see let's see anyways uh we'll likely be talking about one or all three of these in uh the ratties at the end of the year too so definitely uh be ready to hear about these for a good minute but let's move on to uh show and tell this week it is Um, 10 it's 10 okay buckle up folks we got at least two more months of this just watch Um, the show and the off seasons and the off seasons. yeah Oh, and hey, hot D. hey, this this might be a good plug. Sean's brought this up, and there was a favorable response. Nothing's in the works yet, but maybe if we get a, a few more people who are interested, who are listeners, um, we may or may not be doing another book club. It's, uh, I want to. F- I need to finish One Piece. I need to catch up with One Piece before we do a, a, a Song of Ice and Fire book oh, okay. club. So let says that now. He says that now, but I'm saying this for people to flood the Discord and say, we demand this book club, and... Uh, we're going to do it. I'll happily do it. I'll happily lead it. Yes. Uh, so show and tell this week. Uh, and in the last few episodes, we've also been talking about this god-awful HBO Max Discovery Plus merger. We talked about all of these canceled animated projects and what stuff like that. Um, Did they find oh, their tweets? Yeah, pretty much. Um, we didn't talk about the two movies that were in production, Bat, both Batgirl and... Uh, the sequel to the movie Scoob that were pretty much in the can. Batgirl was in the can. Scoob, they were just putting the finishing touches on it. And they found out when all of us found out that both of those projects were scrapped. And it sucks because the directors of these films can't even access like any of the stuff that they put together for these past years. It's incredibly sad. I'm sure it's not deleted. I'm sure it's in some sort of data bank somewhere. But God, Uh, unsurprisingly, this is not the only time that this has happened. Uh, there are a lot of films, TV pilots out there that have been fully done, fully finished, and will likely never see the light of day. Mm. Spe- speaking of uh, Hot D, that was not the original. I mean, it was always in the plans. I think after Game of Thrones finished, they were like, we have three projects in the works already. Uh, the first one was the what was supposed to be the first Game of Thrones prequel was called Blood Moon. It was uh, set during the long night period in history of game of thrones which i was chatting with sean just briefly before we started recording about this and sean wasn't even super familiar with this period and that's due to the fact that it's hardly ever mentioned in the series and books and stuff like that so adventuring away from what sean's saying is one of the the great aspects of hot d being that it's all laid out there it's all there as long as you stick to it it's good do it it's great this has close to nothing and they sunk $30 million into this pilot. Naomi, uh, Naomi Watts was the lead in it. Uh, and afterwards, the producers watched it and they were like, nope, 
No one's ever going to see this. George, George, George Martin hasn't even seen it. Um, <laughs> He's playing Elden Ring. Yeah, exactly. But uh, that was uh, yeah. That, that's that's one of the 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 properties that that I brought this week. But Sean, were, were you following this at all? Or I think it this okay. It was June eighth, twenty eighteen. So that was right in the dark period where I was like, I don't want to hear anything that HBO has to say about Game of Thrones. I don't give a shit about the <laughs> opinion. I just want to hear George say Winds of Winter is coming. And he still hasn't four years later. In any case, um, he has said it's coming. He hasn't said when. Uh, but I'm reading the overview right now. It sounds fine. It's an, I mean, I don't know if I would take it exactly as like a, a, a completely canon interpretation of like the source, but I don't know. I, I feel like it would... Does the book mention Naomi Watts at all? Uh, <laughs> briefly, they do. There's a passage about King Kong. Swords, yeah. Um, but I, I mean, it could have been interesting. I, I likely thought the same when I saw news about House of the Dragon. Um, so, but oh well. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, that would have been interesting. But I, I, I think HBO. I mean, the TV. They, they've always relied too heavily on like the white walkers because they want to have like a walking dead kind of thing. They want a zombie thing. Mm. And so it's just kind of always kind of itches at me when they're like, we're going to do a show about the origin of the white walkers. Like, I don't care. That's not why I watched. This. Oh, is that what it was? Is that what it was going to be? Yeah. I and mean, it's, the, it's the long night period. The events of the long night. It's where like it, it, here they're saying that it's like, we're going to go into the true origin of the white walkers, the mysteries of the East, the Starks of legend, like Brandon, the builder, I guess. And like, the horrifying secrets of Westeros' history. Like, that's fine. That's not... Mm. That's at least that's not, not why I... monsters to have as an origin story. It's <laughs> <laughs> not why I enjoy the series so much. I, I enjoy it for the political intrigue. I enjoy it for the... the it is... it is House of the Dragon is basically succession, but with much more violence and a few more dragons. Um, it's Michael Clayton with less dragons. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. But that's what I like, man. And it's... Mm-hmm. So this, oh, whatever, it's not going to happen. <laughs> it isn't going to happen, and no one's ever going to see it. Uh, so sorry to Naomi. Uh, another project that was completely done and uh, never—it was shown once. It's a, a short film called Alien Love Triangle. It was about a. Did you physics- make this movie? No, I didn't make this movie. Surprisingly, it, if I made it, it would air. It's about a physics professor played by Kenneth Branagh who invents a teleportation device, runs home to tell his wife, played by Courtney Cox, uh, and then she reveals that she's actually an alien from another planet uh, and not a woman. And then another alien enters into the picture, played by Heather Graham, and this is a very... turns into a classic a- alien love triangle. And that's the only plot points that you can ever find about this film online. It was originally supposed to be directed by Kevin Smith, uh, I think the only person who could direct a movie like this. I'm so yeah, glad this didn't come out. From grace. Uh, it, but he didn't direct it. It was passed on to another award-winning director by the name of Danny Boyle, who uh, who directed this, and then what? It, it, it aired at a very obscure, small UK film festival, and then never again. So, oh man. <laughs> Danny Boyle, what are you doing? You're making your Beals fan fiction than this? <laughs> Wait, Danny, did, did, he did do that. He did do yesterday. Yeah, he's a. Uh, oh man, you know. he's working on the the Sex Pistols show now on FXX. Or he worked on it. He directed that. Hey, once you hit the 2008 London Olympic going. Games opening show ceremony, you can't really go much else from there. Yeah. Was Muse there? 
Muse was not there. Okay, I think shit. Danny Boyle and Muse have only worked together once. On uh uh fucking on this movie. No, it's called like Star. No, what is it? Wishes. You were so confident. <laughs> no, because I remembered because I was I was eighteen when I watched it. I was like, oh, that's Muse. Nice. Um, that's what I wanted to hear. <laughs> I forgot what it's called, but it's the the one about the boy who wishes that his family were better off and he finds a whole suitcase full of money. Millions. It's called Millions. Oh, it's great. Millions. Yeah. yeah. Delightful movie. Great movie. Is Muse in that? They, not the band. They use Hysteria in it, yeah. Oh. Gotcha. Gotcha. I want Muse in it like Green Day in the Simpsons movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, saying that Muse was involved in that movie is like saying Muse was involved in the Twilight series. Yeah. They were more heavily involved. Mildred in Hill that. was involved in every movie with the word happy birthday in it. <laughs> Uh, the last project I brought, um, I'm sure you both are familiar with the award-winning Fantastic Four movies that have came out in the past. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah the the best ones. They're all bangers. Yep. Uh, but I bet you didn't know that another Fantastic Four origin movie came out in 1994. I did know this, Tyler. You did know this? Okay. So this is actually one of the most popular examples of a uh, uh, film that never saw the light of day. Uh, it looks like an episode of Xena Warrior Princess, and that is probably because the director of this film's other credits are five episodes of Xena the Warrior Princess, <laughs> <laughs> and only that. Um, the production studio who owned the rights to the Fantastic Four literally only made this movie because they sat on the IP for too long, and Marvel was like, if you don't make something, then we're going to take this away from you. So they made a steaming bag of shit, and... Uh, the producers knew that it was never actually going to be released, and they told no one. The actors, the, anybody involved with the film, they all thought that this was going to be great, this could be their big break, um, oh, and it was never released. Uh, and unfortunately, unlike Batgirl, you can find this movie online. I would definitely not recommend it. The thing looks just awful. So... <laughs> but still the best Fantastic Four movie. Yeah. <laughs> probably. Probably. Um... But uh, but yeah, there's there's a ton of other. It's it's crazy. The, the, I think there's like 94 uh, films that were just fully produced, made, and never ever seen the light of day. So I learned this week why that happens, and that's because if you r- make a movie and then don't release it, you can write all of it off for taxes. Oh. Whereas if you release it, you have to pay tax on it and stuff. But right. if you make it and go, ah, oh, never mind, we're gonna scrap it, uh, you mm-hmm. can write all of it off as a business expense. Wow. Also, all the Fantastic Four movies were made because of rights expired. <laughs> yeah. Really? I, I yeah. wouldn't be surprised. They were um, basically all made by Fox to hold on to it so Marvel wouldn't get it back. <sighs> Poor Miles Teller. Nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, wow. uh, moving on to uh, the, the fourth meal here. I love I the word fourth meal. We're going to rebrand it to that now. I yeah, think. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you the fourth meal. I was like, that's genius. We used to just call this the fourth segment. Uh, we actually used to call this squared circle, but uh, we corner. Should have a fourth meal. Squared circle is the wrestling ring. Oh, uh, sorry. Sean. And it's also the Stevie Wonder <laughs> album. Yeah. We well, love Stevie Wonder here. Who can see? Yeah. Right. Exactly. That's yeah our number one conspiracy theory that we support. But as I mentioned, like Better Call Saul, Penguins of Madagascar. What are some other uh, spinoff films? Um, a lot have found success in spinning off their favorite supporting characters into a great movie or um, great series. I was wondering if you guys 
could think of any other supporting characters that deserve their own movie or TV series. Uh, yeah, Ted Danson from Frasier. Ah, uh, that'd be. I we hear about his. Go. We hear about his bar back in Boston. Oh, Jesus I would like to see Christ. what's going on there. <laughs> Why didn't I see that? <laughs> Sometimes you want to go where everyone knows your name. I think it's good. <laughs> no, the real answer is the uh, the sunburned ice cream tourist from Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> oh my god. What would I that want even be about? Just him going places and getting, just, I almost said getting blown. <laughs> <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> that would be great if, like, he just found him pla- himself in places, like, across the Disney universe and just, like, being mildly inconvenienced. <laughs> yeah. Him and the Cabbages guy from Avatar could go on, like, a cross-country road trip and just have their days ruined. <laughs> I just like this idea that that this movie is going to be directed by the guy who's doing that new Marilyn Monroe film that everybody's all up in arms about because that's going to be a very rated R film. Boys, that comes no out sense. that comes out the Friday of Dragon Con, and I I'm not. We're going all watching to. it. <laughs> I Let's I would similar a whole bunch of people to our hotel room. Similar to how I sat you all down and we watched Boss Baby together. I would love to watch Blonde together. I cannot wait for that movie. I bet it's going to fucking rip. I, I just like that they're, they're only marketing for this movie is Anadar in a sex scene. <laughs> That's the only thing I've heard about it. I don't know a single other thing about this movie. It's going to be great, man. Andrew Dominic does not hold back. And I don't think people are, are prepared for a, an Andrew Dominic movie of like this scale. What other joints has he done? He's uh, uh, the assassination <laughs> of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. Oh, no, that's guy. why Sean. Yeah. He's uh, uh, one of his bo- Michael Clayton. Uh, <laughs> and also killing them softly. Uh, the man is unforgiving, and he tells stories in such an expert way. And I'm very excited. <laughs> the idea that the promo for Will's film is the bald guy from Lilo and Stitch fucks is amazing. <laughs> he just goes to different places, and you know, it's, it's meets up with people. <laughs> uh, <His> liaisons, <laughs> all about board. I've got. Uh, I would love to see more of Bob Benson from Mad Men. He was a great, charming character mm. who we never really got all the most closure on. We'd love to see him con his way into other offices in the uh, '70s in New York or wherever he goes. Remind, remind me what he, remind me what he, who he was again. What not great Bob, Bob Benson did? Bob Benson showed oh, up like yeah. season, yeah, not great Bob. Yeah, he showed up in like season five and then was just like generally a very helpful and kind guy. And then he like oh, kind the of marketing like guy. And he raised Joan's son. For like with her, even though he was gay and like they knew they couldn't make it work, he seemed like a great guy. That's right. Um, I I like that Tyler clarified with oh the marketing guy. <laughs> every guy, Tyler. Yeah, that is every guy. My oh the guy well, in the there's, suit. There's there's sale. Uh, that's there's there, a house. He's a, cre- yeah. he's a creative. He's a creative. Yeah, there's sales guys there too. I think it was I, either way. I'm sure off screen. <laughs> um. I also think the baby probably an HR department. Um, <laughs> the baby from Family Guy is pretty funny. I think he should probably have his own show. <laughs> We're talking bald characters. Stuart Griffith. <laughs> Cheers to the ones. Have you guys? That TikTok has ruined. Oh, it's so good. Everybody, I you haven't heard no this idea. one. Okay, no, I had no idea like what the original song was. I can only I now know it's Maroon Five. Unfortunately, yeah, that sucks. But now yeah. hearing it in Family Guy voices, I love it. Can't get enough. There are two. So- okay, everybody. The the it's corn song has taken the world by storm, but the two songs that have absolutely just my brain hasn't been able to function right ever since hearing them was someone did an AI version of 
all of the characters of Family Guy singing that, that Maroon 5. Have you, have you not heard that well? I have not heard oh, that. Oh, jeez. Find it. it starts with Peter Griffin, and they just do the whole Maroon 5 song. It runs through the entire cast I've never heard. I, I barely get to when they get to Quagmire, and then the audio cuts out. That's all I want. The, the second one is Drake singing the theme to American Dad. Uh, have you guys heard that one too? No. I've heard it's the Yonkers going into American Dad, but I haven't heard Drake singing it. <laughs> <laughs> yep, they, it's another one of those like AI uh, voice things that's like almost imperceptible. It's I didn't know it was AI. I could percept it. <laughs> I thought it was just a guy. Not to brag. Nope. Oh man. Um, also, this may happen, or I just hope he is in more things. But I think uh, giving Lakeith Stanfield as Darius from Atlanta, I think giving him his own show oh, would be slam dunk. Yeah, it would be solid. The final season, we've already had season, what, four this year, and the final season yeah. starts again in a couple weeks. Yeah. That's that's nuts. It's, it's going to be the the most recent season of Atlanta. We I don't think we even talked about it. it no, ooh. I haven't finished it yet. Oh, God. It was, it was... It's heady. It's a lot. It's yeah. good, but well, Atlanta is in general. Yeah. But like that show started as like, it, well, the first season hat wasn't. Yeah, the first like the show started as like, oh, this is a pretty good like you know somewhat serious like a was it a dramedy uh, about you know the rap scene in Atlanta. Like this is gonna be interesting. And season two came along and like, oh, this is getting interesting. And season three comes along, and you see Teddy Perkins like this is something else. And season was it season four, the most recent one? Yeah, yeah, season four comes along and they're in Europe and it's. And whole and Tupac dies. It, yeah, it's, it's a whole it's, it's a lot, different yeah. ball game, man. And I think we're gonna see. I, I love it. Still, oh yeah, it's it's brilliant. Donald Glover is. I know he's Donald Glover, but man, guy's talented. He can. I hope he gets a feature one day. Either way, uh, Lucky Stanfield. I want to see him in more stuff. He's great. Not not a TV show, but I would read this spinoff comic of. Just just an entire Buggy the Clown focused comic. Ah, yeah, just like everything that's gone on in the background of kind of similar of, to your 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 bald guy from Lilo and Stitch. Of yeah, just everything yeah. that's going on in the background. So, I just I think that every character could, could probably hold their own comic, but there's no one that I want to read more than just the very Saul Goodman esque fail son of. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think Oda focusing on solely just a comedy manga um, would be amazing. I mean. <laughs> I mean, one piece is, but yeah, it's it's got you know, it's it's an adventure. It's at, yeah, at it's serious part, stuff, you know. But um, be very funny. There's see. there's stakes. What is Oda gonna do next? And seriousness. Oda sleep? Yeah, probably. <laughs> like <laughs> he's he's probably taking years off of his. He's life. gonna be done. Yeah. Uh, I liked in an interview recently. He called himself a one hit wonder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, technically true. Yeah. It's his first series. <laughs> also, yeah, that's damn. It takes a real G to say that. Um, the person I brought, I want to see kind of a, I want to see a prequel series when he was younger and more callous and a cutthroat pirate, uh, Mr. Smee. I want to see him as Smee. like the one of oh, the OG. Disney Plus is gonna do this. Yeah, <laughs> like they've got. There's no way we don't get a Smee series. <sighs> yeah, since we can't, we can't, we likely can't go to Jack Sparrow ever again. Uh, instead, let's do a live action Smee. Where he's so bad at, like rated R, just yeah. absolutely. He shows it. <laughs> he shows it one hundred, like full hog. He shows and... the smeewees. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. That's the whole marketing for the show: is you get to see Mister Smee's genitals. <laughs> 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 Mister Smee doesn't wear shoes for the whole series. <laughs> Mister Smee puts them on the glass. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! 
Okay. <laughs> and any anything else? No, I no. Uh, just, I have a lot of Mister Smee, and that could this could be the rest of the, the rest of the season. I mean, <laughs> could be. Baby Sinclair from Dinosaurs. He, we should go back to him. See no, what he's up to. No, <laughs> no, not enough camera time. On honestly, let's clip this part and send it to Disney because they gave the the uh, the produced like the head runner of the Pickle Rick episode an entire Marvel series. So surely we can get a Smee spinoff. Please yeah, give us Smee. Yeah, give us. Give Smee. us. Uh, we can do Smee. I've never Sunbury seen Peter Pan. Pan. from Lilo and I've never seen Sunbury ice cream too. Never seen Peter Pan in full, as far as I can remember. Give us the Smee series. <laughs> I will uh, guess what happens. <laughs> uh, that's our show. <laughs> I'm at a loss for words, um, as I often uh, am. <laughs> Uh, before before we fully wrap up, I, I do have a Tyler's question. Oh God! Uh, it's something it, it, it's been plaguing me for a bit now. Um, Babe, the big blue ox. Oh, okay. How many normal sized matadors would it take to take down Babe, the big blue ox? Because it only takes one. It's a really good one, but it only takes one. No, it took it took the biggest man in the world. It took Paul Bunyan to tame this beast. He just needs a big cape to hold up. <laughs> he doesn't have to tame it. He just has to make it run through a cape. And you just raise a, a, a cape the size of most of Montana. And you're like, ah, we got him. <laughs> a big rodeo clown runs out. <laughs> it only takes right. one. I'm going to say. The right heart. Most of the ones I'm going to say about. 68 matadors and about 32 veterinarians. <laughs> the euthanized. Yeah, the matadors aren't going to do anything, so they're going to have to get the veterinarians and their supply of euthanasia. Damn. All of the euthanasia? All of the euthanasia. <laughs> oh. <laughs> all the youth that takes all the euthanasia in the world. To, to take Babe down. <laughs> Whoa, Babe the Blue Ox versus Godzilla. Godzilla. Or Godzilla. King Kong. What about King Kong? Godzilla. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Mothra or, or Babe the Blue. Mothra. Damn. Mothra does have a laser. Yeah. <laughs> Babe just walked around. Babe is pretty much just a big cow. Yeah, Babe's a big blue cow. <laughs> it's like saying, oh man, would Clifford win or another larger, more tough animal? Like, Clifford's <laughs> just a big version of a domesticated animal and he's a primary color. Clifford. Are we gonna do Clifford or an aircraft carrier? <laughs> We're gonna do Big Bird. <laughs> Clifford versus the U.S. Navy. Big Bird uh, that, versus Ted Kaczynski. Who gets it? Jesus. Who picks up the dub? <laughs> Big Bird or Agent Forty Seven? <laughs> <laughs> I actually kind of do want to see Big Bird get into the UFC ring against like an actual like. Yeah, it's like <laughs> he's supposed to be on the challenger. It's only fair that Joe Rogan commentates a Big Bird fight. <laughs> <laughs> he's got big reach. <laughs> Just I'm that's true. You get his torso down, but like Big Bird. his neck, he's still like you can't keep that all. Well, there's an arm up there. Yeah, <laughs> <in> the neck. <laughs> I don't want to spoilers for Big Bird. <laughs> it's a hand. Spoilers for Big Bird ahead. <laughs> the name of the episode. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that's, 
That's, uh, I'm sorry to folks who have listened this long. This has been episode 213 of Radish. Uh, I've been Tyler. You can find me online at Tyler from Radish. You can find the podcast online uh, at Radish Pod on Twitter, at least. And uh, join our Discord, indiesaurus.com slash Discord, and demand we do this book club with Sean. That's what it's going to take, it sounds like. You can name the book club. It's going to take Tyler. <laughs> um, a Song of Ice and Fire. Right, we're good. Bam. <laughs> I'll, I'll read it if you do it. I'll read it. I haven't read in... I, I don't even think I can this, tell you. This is the series that got me into reading as an adult, so maybe it could do the same for you. I don't even know if I know how. It, we'll see. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I've been Sean. You can find me on Twitter uh, <laughs> talking about House of the Dragon mostly at that Sean Barry. My current screen name is, it used to be Dragon New Sean Mountain, I Believe in You, which is a, a reference to the Big Thief album. But I was like, oh, wait, this fits well into Haunted, or not Haunted, that's spoiling. Uh, House of the Dragon, New Sean Mountain, I Believe in You. Um, yeah, great shit. Bad Twitter. <laughs> And I'm Will. That's a great Kendrick Lamar album. <laughs> great <laughs> shit, bad Twitter. Uh, I've been Will. You can find me at Will from online. Online. Ah, good. Yeah, good there you know. yeah. All right. Well, I'm sorry, everyone. Peace be with you. <laughs> Watch Hot D. You're listening to an Indie Soros production. <laughs>